everyone. I want to welcome you to your Cub Nation station. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Veronica Johansson, Director of Communications for Brenham ISD. And in an effort to be transparent and share information, I'll be inviting guests and we'll talk about important news and events. We'll discuss challenges, highlight our successes, and most importantly, I'll be sharing real-life stories of the voices that shape our district. Welcome to your Cub Nation station, where every day is a great day to be a Cub. I'm your host, Veronica Johansson, Director of Communications for Brenham ISD. Joining me today is Joe Chandler. He's the principal of Brenham High School. Most of us have an idea of what principals do, which is to oversee the school staff and teachers and provide students with a safe, productive learning environment. But when I go to the Burnham High School campus, I see Principal Chandler connecting with students, giving students guidance and boosting their self-esteem to help students achieve their academic goals. Principal Chandler, welcome! Well, thank you for having me today, Veronica. It's an honor for me to be here to talk with you guys and share kind of what's going on at the high school these days. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of that, so tell us, what are students working on at the high school these days? You know, I, I think if you, I, I think there's two realities there. I, I think on, on face value, it, it doesn't look that much different than it has any other year. Okay, which is good. That, that, that's a good thing. So um, I think if you took the whole kill COVID fact out of the equation, I think that education's really probably 90% of the kids are back in face-to-face mode. Now then, I think there, there are some stressors there. I think anytime you have to think about social distancing, anytime you have to think about mask and, and sanitizing of hands and spaces often, uh, safety is our number one concern. So I think in some ways it, it, it start, it's starting to feel like school again. We're starting to approach some of the same challenges that we approach every year, which is, is very refreshing. But at the same time, too, in the back of our minds that we do know that we are still in the, in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have to keep kids safe. So um, I would say we're, we're coming along to, to find normalcy again in some ways. Which is great because every time that I go to your campus and I interview the students, that is one thing that they were really looking forward to. Because when uh, I was talking to them and um, they were they were just expressing how they wanted a homecoming, a homecoming that looked like uh, the past year's homecoming. And, you know, it was just little things that they were yearning for that um, they knew that it would be a challenge with COVID. But you're still able to, despite everything going on, you're still able to give them as much normalcy as you can. Absolutely. And, as, and again, I think, I think you said it right. As much as we can. What is that normalcy? I think sometimes um, um, some events, the sporting events, they look the same, they feel the same. But again, there's always that level of caution there. Um, you know, basketball has been a challenge um, because of, of so, the lack of social distancing in a game like basketball. And when they're playing, they don't wear a mask. So other teams and, and our own team, uh, girls and boys, have had some challenges um, with, with COVID. Uh, other sports have done well. They've 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 moved along. We'll see what brings in the future with track and some other things. But we're gonna we're gonna. The main thing is this: we want to get as many activities as we can in place. But they, they all have to have that realm of safety around them. Mm-hmm. And the same goes for for those extracurricular activities. 
I know ROTC is out and about doing a lot of work right now. Again, they're, they're, they're also working on that social distancing, keeping things safe. But in two of their drill meets, they, they've placed first place. And they're, they're really looking towards going back to nationals, which would be, I think, I, I don't know, maybe this may be the fourth or fifth time in a row that they're headed to, with the possibility of going. I don't want to jinx them now. <laughs> but with the possibility of going to nationals again, which is really, really, really cool. So I think in, in, in many ways, like I say, I, I think I opened this up by saying trying to find normal again. Uh-huh. And that's what we're working towards um, with that air of caution, too. Right. And I know you were just talking about some of the, the greatest challenges. And I've I've been able to see some of those when I go to like the sporting events, the, um, the games. Uh, you have to have them at a certain capacity and you're asking questions as uh, people are approaching the gates and all that. So I know those are all factors that you guys are taking in place and working with when uh, you guys are... Um, uh, working on um, implementing these strategies for these mm-hmm. events. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what is going on with extracurricular activities and sports at high school? I know you briefly t- touched on that. Yeah, yeah. And let me just add that you guys have been really keeping me busy on social media right now because y'all are like rock stars right now. Every time, like this these past couple of weeks, it's Burnham High School students are at the top of their game mm-hmm. in this and in that. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> so, so as I mentioned before, I talked to you a little bit about some of our safety concerns with sports. I think the things that are going on is uh, we're, we're, we're finishing up basketball. I think the boys had a, had a district win last night against Magnolia. So that's always exciting to get those victories under our belt. I think the girls played their senior night last night, if I'm not mistaken, also. So... Uh, we're, we're finishing up basketball, um, and then once you turn that corner, you really you really shift into spring. You start thinking about warm weather. You start thinking about softball. You start thinking about baseball. You're starting to think about um, uh, track. Uh, those those summer so, and, and, and and right now you're also in the middle of uh, soccer season. Um, so there's a lot of events to come out and start to enjoy the outdoors. Um, like I say, the weather's been it's been cool. It hasn't been horrible. But uh, with those spring events and, and wrapping up a basketball, with those spring events coming in around the corners, it's a great time to get out to enjoy the events and to enjoy the weather. Also, mm-hmm. um, I, I want to go back for a second. You know, I, I didn't spend time. You know, I talked a little bit about academics. Yeah. I want. I want to just touch on something too. Okay. Um, I, I really can't thank my staff and st- really, really staff, my, my teachers, my administrators, my counselors, mm-hmm. uh, all the support staff that that are there at the high school, and I think that. And I would say that, you know, those six months or those few months, really, it was more like six months between the time we let out of school in March until we got back into school, which was August. Um, You know, I've asked them to really delve in and and really revolutionize what we're doing inside of education today. Uh, They've taken that task to heart. They're still working on, on what I call those sound instructional strategies that, w- that meet the needs of kids, not only in face-to-face, but the kids that are in that remote mode also. And we have a number of kids that are still in that remote mode, and they're being successful with it. Mm-hmm. So, so I really want to applaud not only you know, my staff, absolutely, but also the kids and, and the community, the parents that have supported the school through that process because you know, we are in the business of educating kids. Um, safety's first at this point in time, but... There's a lot of great things going on uh, inside the classrooms and the work that we're doing. And it is a, it's a little bit different. It's a different age right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that kind of works into this process. I think we're in a three to five year process before things become normal again. Mm-hmm. And just uh, just touching on that, um, 
on the um, virtual learning environment, how students have been able to adapt to that, how parents have been working with teachers, you know, because parents want to see their students succeed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I too applaud, you know, the students and the parents and the teachers that are really, really like uh, um, revolutionizing this mm -hmm. whole new way of learning. Like, who knew, you know, like that we were <laughs> going to be learning in this type of environment? Yes. It's completely new. And I, I think I said this earlier in, in some other interviews or or, or, or um, maybe the newspaper or something to that effect. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. We've been in the pandemic for really about a year now, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. We started hearing about uh, COVID-19 and, and the effects that was having overseas. And that you'll start on the the west coast in Seattle, and it's and it's made its way across the country, obviously, where it's it, pretty much everybody has had an impact of that. So it's been about a year that we've been in this process, um, and uh, I had no idea what it was going to bring, but pretty much education as a whole really had not changed since World War II. The the physical structure of it mm -hmm. uh, overnight, within six months, how we think about education, how we go about doing our business, radically changed. And it's that whole uh, virtual piece. Um, now, I have no idea what, what that's going to bring down the road. Um, you know, if you uh, can, can I, you know, any, can you, can I forecast what's going to happen a year from now? What it will look like? Well, virtual, I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure. Um, but I think it would be, I think it would be um, a shame to say that, that we let this work that we've done just be there. I think there's some things that we could carry from it, some lessons we've learned, and how do we apply that to the future? I think that would be a, a deeper question we need to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great way of putting that. So as we approach May and graduation, I know a lot of folks are waiting to hear about the specific topic, mm -hmm. graduation. Do you have any ideas when and what it will be like this year? You, you know what? I, I think this... Um, um, we pulled graduation off last year. Uh, we delayed it a couple of times, um, and I think that we, we we were able to pull that off. Um, and I think at that point we, we knew less about what what the virus was was kind of saying to us. I think now that we've worked with we've lived with the virus for um, a solid year, uh, I think we could we'll still do the social distancing on the field. There'll be some things that we'll keep in place. Uh, obviously, we're a little bit more stringent on masks now. I think last year we weren't as tight on masks just because of where I think where everything was at that point in time. But now there's there's evidence to say we got to keep that mask on. So we'll see what this looks like as we approach um, uh, graduation. But I fully 100 percent expect that we're going to have graduation on. Let me get the date right. <laughs> May 29th. <laughs> On Saturday night <laughs> at eight o'clock at Cub Stadium at the Cub Stadium. So um, repeat that one more time. <laughs> clear up any confusion out there. It is May 29th at eight o'clock at Cub Stadium. So <laughs> we're excited about that. And like I say, we really want to make uh, senior year as normal as possible for for our kids, for our seniors, and for our juniors too. Um, I don't know uh, other events. Like I said, I don't want to sit here and say absolutely not. But, it, but we got some significant challenges to think about as we move forward towards those dates. Mm -hmm. And um, for those folks that don't know you, you have a son 
that is a student at the high school and he's a senior, right? Has he told you anything like what he expects or what he's looking forward to? And I mean, that's got to be some pressure. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny is um, I, I've, I've enjoyed, I, I had no idea what that was going to be like having my own son in high school. I've got a daughter that's coming up too. She's uh, in the seventh grade this year. It's been a joy having my, my son around me day to day. Um, I've enjoyed working with him, watching him grow, and watching him work with teachers. And I, I appreciate all the things. I feel like those teachers have helped raise my kid in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes being a better parent than I am. <laughs> um, but yes, he does have he does get audience with me um, <laughs> around the dinner table um, several nights a week when we sit down and have family meals. He gives me his input, his expectations, and what he wants to do and what the class of 2021 wants to do. So yes. <laughs> Um, I hear him if I want to or not. So, <laughs> so for the class of twenty twenty for the class of twenty twenty one, he is a big advocate. <laughs> That's good to hear, um, Joe. It has been a pleasure having you today. Just talk about um, the things that are happening at the high school. Really appreciate you coming and sharing all that information. Cub Nation, stay tuned. Next week, we'll have folks from our Career Technology and Education Department talk about all the interesting things that they are working on and if life learning skills and being hands-on sparks your child's interest in one of the many CTE courses Burnham High School offers. You won't want to miss this insightful conversation. Stay tuned next week, and we'll see you then.